What's up, guys? I'm Inner Word Fab, and this is XO Radio. Once again, I'm back to bring you all the fab you need to know. Who am I? I'm a recovering lawyer. I am a freelance writer. I'm also a fashion copywriter. I'm a podcast personality, a personal style curator, and Newark's ambassador. And here at XO Radio, we're all about the fashion, the beauty, and the scandal. And of course, this is a no judgment zone, so we're not here for any negativity. Just straight talk, no chaser. You can find XO Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, and my website, innerwordfab.com. And while you're there, make sure you leave me some comments, review me, five-star me, and make sure to talk to me at InnerWordFab. And you can always email me at fab at InnerWordFab.com. Brown Girls Bar Crawl is in its second year of drunken shenanigans. Every second Saturday of the month, Brown Girls Bar Crawl invades Marstown, New Jersey with amazing drinks and apps with discounts just for us at the most fabulous bars and restaurants in town. Wristbands are $15, and for some reason, every crawl ends with twerk team tryouts. So come connect, socialize, and get your life. Look for Brown Girls Bar Crawl on Facebook and meet up to stay in the loop, and we'll see you at our next crawl September 12th. Do not miss it. All right, guys, if you're following me on Instagram, you know that this is my birthday month. This is XO Radio's birthday month. Shout out to EXO Radio for making it a year. <laughs> and uh, in honor and in celebration of a year of EXO Radio, we're doing an entire month of hot topics. For So thank you for staying in the loop with EXO Radio and all we have to say on, on hot topics. There's so much to dish about today. You know, the shade is thick between Wendy Williams and NeNe. I had no idea that it was this deep between them, but apparently it is. There's no love lost between the two of them. And it started way back, probably like this time last year. I don't know if you guys remember, but Wendy, you know, she's always constantly talking shit on her show. That's like what she gets paid the big bucks for. So and she does it well. Um, But she had something to say on her show about Nini's um, scribbled Birkin bag. Apparently she had you know, um, written on a Birkin bag for charity. She put a bunch of her slogans on there, like, hey, wig, you know, things like that. And I guess Wendy was talking about it on her show, and she didn't really have anything good to say about it. And she put a tweet out that said, what do you guys think about Wendy's scribble or Nini's scribbled Birkin bag? And uh, Nini responded, and she said, don't come for me, Wendell. Woo, okay. <laughs> All right, Nini. And then she went further. Nini um, put a post on her website and um, she said, Wendy, I'm sure people think I've done something to you. Maybe we had a beef or I slept with your man, but none of that's true. I've actually only been nice to you. I gave you a beautiful black $3,200. Oh, yes. Put the price tag in there, Wendy or Nini. Celine Phantom bag to celebrate your 500th show. But you haven't spoken of that. What you've chosen to do is constantly speak negative of me. It's negatively of me and lie on me. What you need to do is stop spewing hate. When it comes to gossip, you're the lowest of the low. I know you hate because I turned down the chance to come on your talk show. And I'm sure you're scared I will take your place. I know you have heard, mm mm-hmm, wink, wink, be scared. Wow. So apparently... Uh, she was speaking about um, 
her soon-to-be talk show and was trying to infer that Wendy should be scared that she was going to come for her with her talk show. And there was a lot of shade up and through that little paragraph. I mean, maybe I slept with your man. That was shade because there's a lot of talk of that in the industry of him um, having, you know, uh, being in um, being um, not so faithful. Yes. And uh, having infidelity. And uh, and then she's going to bring out the Celine Phantom bag. Nene, really? So, I mean, that was kind of shady. But then it went on because just back in May, um, they both spoke at this Atlanta Women's Expo. And um, according to the Daily Mail, when Wendy and her entourage arrived at the Georgia World Congress Center, they realized that her dressing room was right next to Nene. And so uh, Wendy's husband, Jer, <laughs> you know, Kevin, who's definitely her muscle, and, and, and he seems to be the cause of or right in the middle of a lot of her beefs, a lot of Wendy's drama. But anyway, her husband, Jer, Kevin Hunter, demanded that, you know, organizers move Nene's dressing room. And, uh, you know, Kevin was adamant about it. And then Wendy took the stage. She did her keynote address. And she talked about the 10 rules every woman should live by. And then Nini went on after her. And here's the quote. I'm your homegirl. I live my life as an open book. And I'm happy. I don't need 10 rules to live by. Oh, Jesus. Here she go. Nini cannot help herself. She really can't. So, of course, this set Kevin off. According to eyewitnesses, Kevin pushed through the curtains and stormed the stage and was cursing. He kept yelling to get her motherfucking ass off the stage. We don't follow her. Wendy don't up her. Cut that mic off. Then Nene's best friend, Diana, who if you are a Real Housewives of Atlanta fan, you know who Diana is. Always going hard for Nene. She decided to confront Kevin and say, what the hell is your problem? If you have a problem with Nene, take it up with me. Oh my God, this is getting very dynasty. So um, what happened was it was became so dramatic that Kevin decided he was going to cut Wendy's book signing short and they were going to leave and organizers for the women's expo actually had to refund tickets for patrons who had paid to get autographed books from Williams you know from Wendy but anyway um so that was back in May and then (laughs) just this week it came out that Nini who was like she said like she had inferred last year was set to have her own talk show but Wendy Williams put a stop to it. Well, whoo, revenge is best served cold, Wendy. So checkmate. But here's went down. Here's what went down. Nene was in development for her own daytime talk show. Okay. It was slated to air weekdays after Wendy. Okay. But it was being produced by the same people who work with on the Wendy Williams show, which I mean, Nene, you should have known better than this. Yes, Debmar Debmar Mercury um, was going to be producing her show. And uh, Wendy had given, you know, them her blessing. But uh, after that, Wendy went back and basically gave them an ultimatum and said, it's either Nini or me. And based off the success of Wendy's show... They chose Wendy and bye bye Nini's talk show. Jesus. Well, that's a read. I mean, listen, I I mean, clearly Wendy wanted to throw her weight around and that's the right time to do it. I mean, 
Nene has been talking slick for quite a while. And uh, now apparently she has no talk show. So that's, damn, Nene. Sorry it had to be you. And then uh, and then Nene liked a video of Wendy falling off the stage on Instagram, which happened a couple weeks ago, which is shady. But then also in Wendy Williams news this week, uh, hashtag cancel Wendy Williams show became trending uh, or began trending Thursday night um, after people. Well, it first started with Ariana Grande fans because apparently Wendy. I mean, OK. Wendy's specialty is talking shit about people. That's what she does. Um, apparently, she said Ariana Grande looks like a 12-year-old. Okay. Which, I mean, she does. Okay. But anyway, um, Ariana fans did not take kindly to that. They started this cancel Wendy Williams show hashtag, and then other people just took it on and decided to use that as an opportunity to air out their grievances and... Um, so, yeah, that happened. So, Wendy's having an interesting week. Um, I don't know. Part of the reason why I named this show XO Radio and kind of come at what I do from a more positive, or I hope <laughs> is more positive stance, is because um, it doesn't feel good to my spirit to kind of, like, talk shit about people and make people feel bad or, you know... Uh, put negativity out in the universe like I I don't think that that's um, smart or healthy or helpful for anything and um, that's also one of the reasons why Nicole Bitchy recently you know retired from her post as editor-in-chief of Nicole Bitchy for the same reason of just feeling like she didn't want to add to the negativity and um, I don't know I think Wendy that's her bread and butter and because of that she's going to have to deal with problems that she might not normally have to deal with. And I, I don't know. Like, um, I think people enjoy it. But at the same time, I think she is going to have to change her ways a bit. Because I think people want more than just um, negativity and, and tea all day. They want her to be talking about positive things, too. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, with Nini... Nene was saying that Wendy should be scared of her talk show. But, I mean, would you guys actually watch a Nene talk show? I, I don't know if she would really be any sort of threat to the Wendy Williams show. I mean, she does have a lot of friends in Hollywood. I think she's a fun girl. Like, I think people would want to go on her show. But I don't know if she's talented enough. And that's not even a read. I just, I really don't know if she's talented enough to carry a talk show. I mean, Chris Jenner thought she could too, and we see what happened with that. I don't know. We'll see. Good luck to both of them. Um, Tammy Roman, guys, you know, are one of our favorite basketball wives, or one of our most we love to hate her, right? Tammy Roman of Basketball Wives, um, and her boyfriend Reggie Youngblood. I didn't know that they had suffered a miscarriage. Yeah, like I was so excited for them when um. She announced a couple weeks back on the Love and Hip Hop um, Atlanta after show that she was pregnant. And I was so excited because I'm watching them right now on Marriage Bootcamp Reality Stars. <laughs> I love that show. Okay, don't judge me. But um, this would have been the third child for 40, the 45-year-old Tammy Roman and her young, hot boyfriend. He's so hot and young and chocolate. And one of the things that they're actually on the show for, which is, you know, on the Marriage Bootcamp show, 
they were working on was the fact that he wanted kids and she really didn't. She was kind of done. You know, her her two daughters are grown and she didn't really know if she wanted to start over. And then they announced they were pregnant. I was like, oh, my God, he must be so happy. And then I learned that about two weeks ago she had a miscarriage. So it's very sad. I hope that they keep trying and try again. Um, Pink print tour prices are way down. Did you guys hear this? Um, Since the whole Meek and Drake beef, um, the tour prices have really dropped. You know, Meek has kind of backed off from this whole thing. He removed his diss track, Want to Know, from SoundCloud. Um, He wrote that Instagram post about it's not that serious, blah, 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 blah. But it appears the beef has cost the tour significant revenue. According to Philly.com, prices fell from an average $179 to $148 between July 20th and the OVO Fest two weeks later, which is when all the drama went down. Now, prices typically experience a natural decline over the course of a tour, but this decline was really sharp. So it like indicates that something deeper was at work, but it kind of makes sense because people were like, Meek, you tried it and then you didn't really finish it so but also in Nicki Minaj news um did you guys see that she has her wax figure yeah she got her wax figure and um it was interesting because she's like on all fours you know with her booty out and that kind of was a little shocking to me because most of the time you see wax figures they're standing up they're smiling or something who knows you know but she's on all fours looking very like fierce you know and actually, Azalea Banks had something to say about it. But when does Azalea Banks not have something to say? But she said, as much as that woman has accomplished, they had to put her on all fours. Why not standing up with a mic in her hand? I would complain and ask for a do-over. That's such underhanded shade. Martha Stewart's most iconic moment was when she went to jail, but they didn't put her wax figure in a jail uniform. And all people are going to do is go up to that statue and take pictures, shoving their crotch in her face and putting their crotch on her butt. Which is actually really true. I agree. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I get it. I guess it was maybe one of her poses from the Anaconda video or something. I don't know what their inspiration was. But I do think it's somewhat of a read for that to have been her wax figure moment. Like it's almost like a sex position like somebody's about to peg her from behind or something i don't know like i i'm thinking she must have signed off you know on they probably gave her some choices and we're like all right which one are you feeling um so obviously she's cool with it but yeah i would think i would want her looking a little bit more dignified but i guess dignified is not really the Nicki minaj brand at the end of the day but if she likes it i love it you know um, Selma, Selma's David Oyelowo, 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 David Oyelowo has been taped or tapped. Yes, tapped. I'm sorry, guys. The wine is really flowing right now to play the role of James Bond, but for the audiobook. Oh, child, we just we get five steps forward and ten steps back. Just when I think we're getting a black bond, it's for the audiobook. Really? Well, David's happy about it. He is going to be 
narrating the forthcoming official James Bond novel, Trigger Mortis, by Anthony Horowitz. And in that, he's going to get to play James Bond. I don't know. Like, the audiobook? Come on. He could do better than that. Like, he was he's an amazing actor. But anyway, the Trigger Mortis audiobook will be released September 8th. Um, and so if you're interested, check that out. But I'm kind of like, womp, womp. Um, in other news, Kim Kardashian. Um, it's interesting because I have a Facebook friend who is a very talented fashion designer. He actually has a, co- a collection that includes hats and snapbacks. And apparently one of them made their way to Kim Kardashian, which is a, a great thing. But he wrote on Facebook that he was really upset that she was charging him or she wanted to charge him for her to post her in the snapback on her Instagram. And he was kind of like, you know, she has, I don't, I'm making this up, 43 million Instagram followers and I'm an artist and wouldn't she just you know, be able to do that for free? Why would she charge me? Da, 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 da. And my whole thing was like, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, like, isn't that how it works? Like people get paid for their influence. Like that's probably the main thing that she gets paid for. She gets paid because she has all those followers. And wouldn't that be worth every single penny? to like I mean depending on how much it was like if she was that's what he didn't include in the Facebook post which I would be super interested to find out like how much was she actually going to charge him was she going to use his at name or was she just going to wear the hat but either way he could have used that picture in his publicity and his press forever right and and if she had used his at name he would have gotten so many new followers and You know, but I get what he's saying. You know, it's like at a certain point, you don't need any more money. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't need this piddly amount, whatever it was, 500, 1,000. Who knows what she was going to charge for something like that? I would hope she wouldn't be charging over $1,000 for one Instagram post. But who knows? But it's like, no, she doesn't need it at the end of the day. But at the same time, when you have an influence like that, when you have an audience like that, that's worth money. Like, that is her wealth, right? So you can't really expect her, especially when she doesn't know you. It'd be one thing if you were a friend of hers or something, and she's like, oh, girl, that's going to cost you. And you'd be like, really, Kim? But she don't know you. She don't know you. Like, she just can't be... I don't know. Like, I can see it both sides. But if it had been me, I probably would have just paid it just for the fact that I could have put that picture in my press kit. You know what I mean? Because she actually did put the picture on her Instagram, but she cut out like she's in the hat. But she cut out like the part that would have been identifying where it was just like the actual brim brim of the hat down. So, man, I don't know. I I don't know if I was him. I might have rethought that, you know. But what do you think? What do you think it would have been worth him paying her, even though he's the broke one, she's the rich one? I don't know. What do you guys think? Hit me up at InnerWordFab and let me know what you guys think about that. So I went to the grocery store today. Um, shocker, right? <laughs> no, but um, it's my parents' anniversary weekend. This is year 45, okay, which is 
I mean, Jesus Christ, like I can't even get a Tinder date. Okay. And they're on 45 years, which is amazing. I'm, I'm so proud and um, thankful that they, you know, worked it out on behalf of me and my sister. Cause I'm sure there was plenty of times where they were like, you know what? I don't know if this is worth it, but they are still together child. So I went to the grocery store and I'm going to cook them a fabulous meal and, some dessert and all that good stuff and celebrate them but um i actually saw one of my friends at the store because it's marstown and you always see someone at the store and i i had gone to the store in my very low-key beachy look like no makeup hair's natural with the you know little scarf tied back and my sundress and my flip-flops very low-key and she's like girl I'm so used to seeing you all dolled up and with all this hair look at you and I'm like uh yeah but these days I rather enjoy looking quite simple and apparently I'm still on trend (laughs) because uh you know lately a lot of celebrities are doing what the media is dubbing as a make under you know which is just what it sounds like. It's just super simple style. You know, you're not giving tranny makeup. You're not contouring for no reason. You know what I mean? You're just giving people like, hi, I've just stepped off the beach, whatever. This is who I am at my core. Love me or leave me alone. You know, it's very Mary J. Blige. And um, so apparently I'm on trend. Pamela Anderson, Jared Leto, Selena Gomez and Lady Gaga are all doing this. So if you are like me, you don't feel like zhuzhing these days. Don't worry. You're still on trend. Okay. Hit the grocery store with no makeup on, girl. Do it. Do it. All right. The last thing I want to talk about, Janelle Monae. Um, I love her. I love Jadena. I love this whole Wonderland movement that they got going on. Um, they've been all over New York this past week, and they actually... Um, Janelle performed on the Today Show just on Friday, and um, one of the songs that she performed was Hell You Talking About, or actually Hell You Talking About, sorry, let me get my my Southern accent together, but it's a song dedicated to the Black Lives Matter movement, it's a dope song if you haven't heard it, but at the end of the performance, um, Janelle began to kind of speak about police brutality, you know, after the song was over. She said, God bless all the lives lost to police brutality. We want white America to know that we stand tall today. We want black America to know that we stand tall today. We will not be silenced. And that's when the camera panned away. And the Today Show anchor began to speak over Janelle as she continued. Now, a lot of people felt like this was like, oh, my God, this is a read. They're not letting her speak. As soon as she mentioned, you know, black America, white America, police brutality, that's when they want to pan away. I mean, I get it, but it could have been just as simple as the fact that, you know, it's live TV and they need to get to their commercial in order to make it all work. (laughs) But the timing of the cutaway has a lot of people thinking that they did it on purpose. But um, I think it's a great thing um, that they have this song. Uh, You guys should definitely listen to it. Um, Janelle is actually looking at the song as a vessel. She's saying, we recorded it to channel the pain, fear, and trauma caused by the ongoing slaughter of our brothers and sisters. We recorded it to challenge the indifference, disregard, and negligence of all who remain quiet about this issue. Silence is our enemy. Sound is our weapon. So I'm happy to um, be able to put this song at the end of the podcast. So make sure you 
day and listen to it and retweet it. And um, it's an awesome, very powerful song. So, guys, that's it for EXO Radio this week. Thank you guys for being here with me. Thank you for um, Jameson, my producer. Thank you to my fabulous interns. Uh, Shout out to Bionic Mark. Shout out to Great Scott. And uh, thank you to my sponsor. Make sure that you guys sign up at Brown Girls Bar Crawl. I love you guys for listening. Love you like EXO. Bye. Say his name.